0: I get an email from company saying I'm being sued for using a track without permission and no license. Today on the podcast, I have Broden Platt, a director whose credits include working for MSI, Sony, and Razer. And Broden's story today is centered around a commercial that he directed and edited for a gaming laptop company. It's a story that involves reshoots, Endless editing revisions and being sued. So with that, I'll let Broden take it from here. Hey, my name's Broden, and this is my worst day ever. So I'm a director and creative director in the like commercial, music video, and like online space. Um, I do a lot of stuff for like tech and gaming type companies. I was pretty fresh out of college and um, kind of just starting making my commercial splash. To set the stage, I was used to like doing scrappy short films, you know, putting together a, a budget or a location last minute and like just, just pulling yourself through it and making it work. I, from that, had two emails, two, two incoming calls from two separate tech companies. Who wanted uh, me to do a commercial for them and they had a rough idea of like what they wanted the concept to be but they didn't know what they actually wanted the commercial to be so I had calls with them one of them was like great sure we got it the other one uh, they wanted me to come into their office so uh, after a couple emails you know going back and forth on like what the creative is and stuff uh, I go to the company's office So I get into their office and I meet with their marketing team and their product manager for the product that they want me to do the commercial for. While I'm in there, the product manager tells me, like, they want to do this cool project where they introduce women as, like, a new part of their market. They really want to, like, target, like, the female audience um, and, like, young professionals. And kind of change up the brand because the brand is known for like gaming stuff. So I said, "Cool, that's awesome." And we came up with this cool idea where like we see this like woman like wake up and like get out her bed, and she's she's very involved in like tech activities, <laughs> gaming. You know, like I'm kind of keeping it uh, ambiguous, but we we have basically half the commercial follows her, and then she goes to work, and she like passes off the product to her client, who then spends the rest of his day with it. And in the, in the room, like all these people are like, this is great, this sounds awesome. Um, you know what, let's do it. It just so happens that, you know, with scheduling involved, um, the two projects get placed back-to-back one day after the other. I'm, I'm used to doing like back-to-back shoots and stuff. I kind of hoped that there would be some buffer between just so I can prep a little more, but uh, I'm like, okay, no, this is cool. Two, two more projects under my belt, let's get to it. So everything seems good going into it. Everyone seems super happy, really confident, um, and we all think we're gonna make some cool stuff. But literally during my shoot for the other company, I get a call from the product manager from the second company. And I'm, at first I'm like answer the call and say like, hey, sorry, like I'm on set for another project. Like, is it cool if I call you back after? And he said, like, actually, no, I need to talk to you right now. And I'm like, oh, what? So I, I looked at my DP, and I'm like, uh, can you just, like, get a couple, like, B-roll inserts or something? I got to take a call really quick. He's like, oh, okay, sure. So I step out, and I'm like, hey, so what's up, dude? And he goes, our president just flew in, surprise visit to our L.A. office, and... He was, like, basically checking in on all the projects and saw ours and, and like, threw a fit. Somehow, like, he didn't hear about it, and I guess he likes to hear about all of the projects um, and, like, give his, his seal of approval. So, um, yeah, he's not really happy, and uh, he wants to pull the plug. And I'm like, uh, the shoot's tomorrow we've already got like people getting gear, like gear's rented. We've already like uh, got our locations, all this stuff. We have the permits and he's like, yeah, well, he, uh, he he wants to pull the plug. So I, sorry, I don't think we can do it. And I'm like, well, hold on. My, my producer brain kind of turns on there and I'm like, you guys basically have a lot of expenses that are gonna come out and you're gonna get nothing for it. If we just do the thing you'll spend the money, and you'll have something to show for it. And the guy's like, Yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, okay, uh, I'll get back to you in like 30 minutes. Sure, sounds good. So I go back to set. We, we keep filming this other thing. It's going great. And I get the call again. I go outside, and the guy's like, Hey, so I spoke to them. They're still not really happy about doing this but uh, I I told them what you said to me and they said sure we can we can go ahead and do it And I was like oh sweet okay awesome dude thanks and the guy goes yeah um so here's your new contact you probably won't be hearing from me anymore <laughs> And I realized like oh this guy just got like fired for this like this is v- like the president is really pissed. But now I'm also thinking like, so what does that mean for our project? If he inherently hates it, we're gonna have to do some changes or something and we're not like equipped for that. <laughs> so the big day comes and we get to set and there's no client rep. And I call the, the product manager and he says like, oh yeah, uh, maybe the marketing guy that you met from that meeting will show up, but maybe not. We go through the shoot. No client rep shows up. I don't hear anything back from the original contact, the product manager, who has now become radio silent. I start to wonder, did they assassinate him? I'm not sure. We finish the day with this big kind of shot where, you know, we follow our young professional onto a train. And we watch him right out into the sunset. And we, we finish the day and I think, okay, well, we've got through it. We'll we'll figure it out after. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we're good. So we do our first cut. We send it in, and I learned that the my point of contact is now the head marketing guy. I will call him John. John immediately gets back to me, and says, "Hey, Broden. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard about what happened, but um, we had a little rearrangement and structure on our end." And so uh, I'll, be, I'll be taking over the project from here. We had some higher-ups uh, up top overseas weigh in. And um, they really weren't happy with this. I'm like, okay, okay, kind of expected that. But let's see what they have to say. And he goes, was... yeah, so our demographic is not women. And uh, it's not business professionals. We are purely targeting male gamers. I think to myself, wow, okay, the whole DNA of this commercial is now shot. <laughs> and now I'm immediately thinking, okay, so how do we pivot? And he says, yeah, so they want to gut anything that's not male gamer. And I just respond to him like, that's, that's the whole commercial. What do you mean? And he goes, yeah, they, they also wanted to tack on this second product that, is, that goes tandem with that one. And I say, wait, Tack, what do you mean? Like, you have footage for us? And he says, no, no, no. We we need you to come in and shoot again. And I'm like, sorry, what? Established company, head of marketing, do you not realize the costs of, like, are you going to give me double budget? And he goes, no, no. Uh, We can give you $500 for a camera rental, and then you can shoot in our studio. We shoot here all the time. And so in my head, I'm thinking, like, what is happening right now? <laughs> At least he's given me some sort of out. So I, I figure, okay, if I want this spot to finish, I'm still kind of fresh. If I want this to finish and have this company on like, you know, my resume or my reel, I guess I got to do this. So luckily I contact our our male actor and he's down to, to come back in for no pay. He's just super excited to, to be a part of it. And I I quickly kind of like rejigger the script to now focus on the guy going to work and then going home to play video games. And the marketing guy gets the script and he's like, sure, whatever. Again, it doesn't really instill confidence, but uh, we go in, I shoot in their studio. I do my best to try to make it look cinematic with my now red one that I've been able to rent with one lens. And, you know, we, we get what we get. <laughs> it doesn't look the best, but it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's enough to maybe pull this out from the grave. So we do the edits for this, we send it in, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe we're finally done. But John hits me back real quick and says, two things wrong. Uh, there's still way too much of the lady in there. I I want to make a note here that she's in there for maybe five seconds now. Five seconds of this thirty second spot. And and we literally don't have any other shots. We don't have any other coverage to, to fill in here that does just that would make sense. And we we hash it out and I just get so much sass from this guy. Like this was my like like I'm ruining this company. I'm I'm trying to sabotage their products and, there's, and I'm just thinking like what is happening like this was a company where I came in thinking this was going to be a really fun experience, this would be great for, for, for my resume and this would be like a sick thing that everyone would love especially from that first meeting I had where I met the guy and he was all smiles I don't know how he's now pivoted on me to do this 180 of saying like you're ruining everything, this is all your fault anyway, we finished the cut with the notes that both of us talked about we send it in and the, the last bit, the, the final stretch for this project, is music, which I have been dreading since day one, because this was actually something that they were never sure about. And I was just thinking to myself, if they flip-flopped on the core of the project, how long are we gonna be stuck discussing music? We send basically every genre you can think of as a music bed under this commercial. We've cut this thing 23, 24 times. And at this point, like I'm not even giving it to an editor to work on anymore. It's just me. They're they're sending it back and I'm just like, okay, new track. I'm not even editing the cuts to match the music anymore. I just want something that they're happy with. And then I will, (laughs) I'll make it all work after. Just please pick a song. Eventually, after 24 attempts, John gets back to me and says, Hey, yeah, I don't like any of this. I just, I picked a song myself. Here you go. It's perfect. I'm thinking to myself, John, just, why didn't you give this to me earlier? But I do the cuts to the song. I send it in, and I get my payment, and it's over. And I figure, you know what? Maybe this spot never sees the light of day, but it's over. It's done. Cut to two months later. I get an email from company saying I'm being sued for using a track without permission and no license. They say that the song we used is a popular, like the instrumental to a popular song on the radio. At this point, I'm, I'm so like detached from the project. So I, I go back to my emails and I get the, the exact email where John sends me the, the music file and says, we've licensed it, we've used this song before, here you go. So I send that back. The uh, email that, that hit me from the company responds and says, he no longer works here anymore. Do you have any other kind of proof? Because we don't have that license. And I, it occurs to me that everyone who's touched this project has been fired. Everyone who has worked on this is gone. But again, at this point, I'm so detached where I'm like, um, sorry I don't, uh, it was all handled internally on your end, I, I've moved on to other things, uh, so sorry, but, but good luck with the lawsuit. And it was like a, a perfect uh, just desserts for my uh, horrible, horrible journey <laughs> that I had to go through to know that the company was then being sued for the music. And that was my worst, I guess that wasn't a day, that was my worst project ever. And that wraps up this episode. Thanks, Broden, for coming on and sharing your worst day ever. And if you have a worst day ever story and are interested in coming on the podcast and sharing it, head on over to worstdayever.com to learn more. And to make things easier, I've included the links in the show notes. Until next time, that's a wrap.